Hi, I'm Shekhar Gupta and I welcome you to my weekly podcast based on my column, National Interest. Catch it every Saturday morning. Let's explore the list of usual suspects the opposition, especially the Congress, will be blaming after the fiasco of their Supreme Court outing over the Adani issue. The fact is that the opposition will keep failing until it answers the most important question. Why are none of its campaigns against the Modi government capturing the political imagination or popular imagination? We'll come to that as we go along. Stay with me for a while. To begin with, it will be Narendra Modi who they will blame and what the opposition would call his institutional capture of the judiciary. Quote-unquote, institutional capture of the judiciary. The second will be the judiciary itself. The only time it would be said that the judiciary today or today's judiciary stood up to the Modi government was when its own interest was at stake, as in striking down the National Judicial Accountability Commission or NJAC Act. The third will be the news media. If only these wretched journalists had built Adani, Adani into the kind of scam they conjured up with 2G, etc. in 2011 to 2014 era, or with Bofors in 1987-1989, things would be different. That will be said. So blame the media. Blame, blame, of course, your main opponent, Narendra Modi. Blame the judiciary and blame the media. Which brings us to the number of the issue, the issue that we had raised early on and to which we said we'll come back. Why are the people not impressed by any of the various charge sheets from demonetization to Rafal, from the farm laws to, to the Chinese challenge in Ladakh, from social justice to alleged cronyism with Adani now? All these charge sheets that, that the opposition keeps filing quote-unquote, filing against Narendra Modi. In the past, this columnist, that's I, had written that Narendra Modi is a sui generis leader and in that, instead of being diminished by incumbency, he continues to grow stronger as he spends more time in power. I will share a link of that article with you. In the course of time, I will also give you a video version of it. The description we used in that national interest column was, it would be an understatement to call Narendra Modi Teflon-coated. Because Teflon also wears out with time. He is like a leader cast in titanium. Please note, however, that that column was written in the summer of 2018. In fact, it was 19th May 2018. A full six years will have passed when the next general election is concluded in May this year. Does it look like that titanium has frayed even a little bit or rusted even a little bit? Has he done nothing wrong meanwhile? Is that anybody's case? Anybody would make errors, suffer policy setbacks, and in the Indian environment, have serious allegations of scams to answer for. It's nine years. It's been almost 10 years now. The opposition has identified many of these. Demonetization, a flawed GST, the farm laws, which, by the way, we supported editorially, as well as disasters during the second COVID wave. It tried to build, the opposition tried to build a mega scam environment around Rafal, Chokidar Chore, remember, and Adani. But it never worked. It hasn't worked because nothing has caught, none of these have caught the popular imagination. People have not understood, the opposition has failed to make people understand why it matters to them. That is, that is the first and foremost thing you need to do if you want to bring about political change in India. There are enough examples of how the smarter opposition leaders in our politics have been able to bring about dramatic political change simply by conjuring up an idea to cut into mass emotion and, and transform it, transform public opinion and voting behavior, voting choices. 
that idea that idea doesn't even have to be a complete reality bofors wasn't a gun that fired backwards and no bribe money has ever been found in 37 years telecoms 2g definitely wasn't a 1.76 trillion rupees scam nor was nor was colbert rupees 1.86 trillion or the commonwealth games in delhi 2010 commonwealth games in delhi worth rupees 70000 crores in stolen money trillions of stolen dollars were not locked up in swiss banks nothing has come back the important thing is in each case the challenger of the day was able to not just pick an issue with emotional potential but also conjure up a campaign pitch a line to convince a large enough body of voters that it mattered to them and mattered to them enough to think of changing their government this by the way began with 1967 our first contested general election and since then we have a lot of evidence piled up if we care to look at it we'll jumble up the chronology a fair bit as we go along and begin instead with 1987 1989 the bofors era as scandals go bofors wasn't such a big one rupees 64 crores after all even for 1987 that wasn't such a humongous amount yet yet vp singh was able to build an entire campaign on it so that enough people believed rajiv gandhi was a thief to vote him out remember that slogan gali gali mein chor hai rajiv gandhi chor hai vp singh's reward was the prime ministership however short lived it might have been vp singh swept the hindi heartland for his party and its allies almost as comprehensively as narendra modi did in 2014 and 2019 in his campaign years In VP Singh's campaign years, there was no news TV and no social media. How did he then take his message to the masses of voters? And what was the message? I was among the many reporters who followed him as he rode a motorcycle through the poorest villages of rural Allahabad. This was at the peak of summer in his 1988 by-election, and watched him closely. His party workers would collect people, offer no more than a few score under a tree. It was a very hot summer in 1988. He would say, and I quote, "I have come to tell you that your home has been burgled. मैं आपको बताने आया हूँ कि आपके घर में सेंड लग गई है." The Hindi expression. He would begin like that and then pull out a matchbox from his pocket to explain how. However poor you may be, he, he said, he would say, "You all buy dia salai, a matchbox, and as it's called in the Hindi heartland, dia salai." आप कितने भी गरीब हो आप दिया सलाई खरीदते हैं हाउएवर पुअर यू माइट बी यू बाय अ मैच बॉक्स आउट ऑफ वॉट यू पे फॉर इट इफ यू पैसा गो टू द गवर्नमेंट एज टैक्स दिस इज योर मनी विद दिस मनी द गवर्नमेंट बाईज गन्स फॉर योर आर्मी इफ दे हैव स्टोलन सम ऑफ दिस इज एंट इट लाइक योर होम बिंग बर्गल्ड इन माई बुक दिस विद राजीव गांधी कांग्रेस रिड्यूज टू वन नाइनटी सेवन सीट फ्रॉम फोर वन फोर was the most dramatic and unlikely turnaround in indian politics also the most permanent since we said we are messing up the chronologies anyway we can go back and forth what did indira gandhi pitch in 1971 to beat off a combined challenge from the entire opposition and the quote unquote original core of the congress party that she had split this is what she said they say remove indra indra says remove poverty wo kehte hain indra hatao इंदिरा जी कहती हैं गरीबी हटाओ नाउ यू मेक योर चॉइस वंस अगेन नो बडी वुड बिलीव इट वाज सो इजी टू रिड इंडिया ऑफ पॉवर्टी इन फैक्ट सब्सटैंटिव और सब्सटैंशियल रिडक्शन इन पॉवर्टी इन इंडिया डिड नॉट बिगिन अंटिल द रिफॉर्म ऑफ 1991 व्हिच ड्रू द कर्टेन ऑन इंदिरा गांधी सोशलिज्म बट हर नंबर्स इन नाइनटीन 
352 seats out of 518 took her almost where Jawaharlal Nehru had finished in his last election in early 1962. Then she was defeated in 1977 because of the emergency. And how did she plan her comeback? The Janata Party government had crumbled, and she now she now invented the epithet of khichdi to describe it. Do you want the same khichdi again, or a return to my strong government? She was back in power again with about the same numbers as before. This time, three fifty-three out of five twenty-nine. Even in two thousand and four, when the incumbent Vajpayee government suffered a dramatic defeat, nobody could predict. The Congress had come up with an idea as strong in political imagination as for as for emotional connection. The BJP's campaign was India shining. Then the Congress said, "All right, India may be shining, but what did you get? Apko kya mila?" It worked again. In my book, it was the second most dramatic reversal of political fortunes in India after, of course, V.P. Singh's in 1989. Now I will take you back to 1967, our first truly contested election. This is when the Congress dropped below the 300 mark for the first time. India was dealing with multiple crises, and Indira Gandhi's hold on the party was tenuous. But the opposition had no rival or alternative to her to offer. The slogan I remember then. How did the opposition still do so well? The slogan I remember from then: "Indra tere shashan me, gura bigya rashan me." In your reign, Indra, even garbage is sold under rationing. Or you could use another interpretation: What was being sold against ration cards was rubbish or adulterated. Any which way, a mood was built where she ended up with the majority of just twenty-one, two eighty-three in a house of five twenty-three. More importantly, in several key states, her party was defeated. It was routed. You will see the names of the states on your screens, and amorphous coalitions took power. And finally, the fifth, the rise of Modi in 2014. While the BJP and RSS machine had already built an almighty anti-corruption movement and built the image of Manmohan Singh as a weak prime minister, which actually did not need much help, Modi came up with a proposition of his own: "Achhe din, better days." All of this combined to reduce the Congress to a mere 44 seats from 206 in 2009. The upshot is that challengers have risen from utter hopelessness to defeat powerful incumbents, but they need big ideas, credibility, and a line that tugs at the heart of a critical mass of voters. Once you have it, you need at least a couple of years' hard work on the ground. Maybe a bit longer than a couple of years. The most important lesson is that you have to build your own political proposition and sell it yourself. You can't leave it to the courts, the media, NGOs, and civil society. Remember the anti-CAA protests? That's a very good example. And then expect these institutions to play the role of the opposition instead. That's precisely what Modi's challengers have been doing, and we know the results. 